What you mean? Nah, nah, don't cheese me. I don't care if it's four B or three C. Whether she Moesha or Nisi, if she got a wig done like Khaleesi, I know the effort it took wasn't easy, and I know that she ain't do it to please me. So I never try to put her beneath me. Imagine how a black girl. Hey, what's up, guys? This your boy Rasan from the Bacon Egg and Cheese Podcast, along with my fellow co-hosts Jordan, Abs, Kevin, and Toya. First off, I'd like to say Happy New Year to everyone. I hope everybody's have a safe new year. Um, I hope that your resolutions are coming true. I know it's been a little tough with COVID and Omarion and everything that's going on, but I hope that you guys are staying safe. Uh, first off, I'd like to say uh, our other co-host, Shanice, is out of commission right now, uh, but she will be back hopefully in time for the next episode. Uh, so get well soon, Shanice. You know we with you. Uh, so we're jumping into our first topic well our only topic actually of the day so recently there were two men by the name of fresh and fit they have a podcast called the fresh and fit podcast and pretty much twitter went and backtracked some information about them and they were saying how they don't date black women now that wouldn't have been a problem until what they said after which is pretty much them stating that there are a bunch of Shaniquas and Bonkishas and Laquishas, and of course, the worst of the worst, calling them Night Riders. This has caused a lot of uproar within media, um, and now we're here to talk about it. And one of the bigger thing, biggest things that we're going to talk about today is colorism. So our first question of the day is: How does sexuality intersect with colorism? I'll start with Epps. Don't start with me. <laughs> you sure you want to start with me? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so um, sexuality, how it affects colorism or vice versa. Um, basically, it's been shown throughout decades since slavery, you know, how in the Black community, how certain types of people are kind of uplifted while others aren't now i'll start with the men you know um light-skinned men were always seen as less masculine and you know they were seen as you know they were the, just the pretty boys or whatever and even back in the slavery days they were reduced to the you know some of them were the house slaves or the house niggas right and then, of course, when it comes to the dark-skinned men, they were the strong, masculine, you know, they're the ones who did the heavy lifting, they were more masculine, and it, and even to today, you know, they are seen as more masculine, dark-skinned men, as opposed to, to you know, light-skinned men, whereas, you know, they're, you know, Black men are more sexualized, they are highly desired amongst Black women and, you know, non-Black women, whereas the light-skinned guys are just, you know, they're pretty, they're fly, they're this, they're, they're not as masculine. So they, so that's how sexuality plays with men from a woman's gaze, of course. Um, as for Black women, of course, um, you know, women who are considered lighter are definitely placed in a in a certain light compared to women who are a little bit darker you know um you know when it comes to sexuality black women dark-skinned black women we do get the shorter end of the stick because although we may be sec you know we may be you know attractive 
um, we are just boiled down to our sexuality sometimes, whereas, you know, light-skinned women or women who are mixed race, you know, and who may have more Eurocentric features are, you know, of course they are attractive and men will want to be, you know, have sex with them, but they're also deemed as, you know, a trophy piece or a wife. They're worthy of a fulfillment of relationship. They're worthy of respect, whereas dark-skinned women are just worthy of sex and, you know, being in toxic situations. And we're also deemed as more masculine than um, a lot of light-skinned women, whereas, which is why we get treated the way we do. So when it comes to sexuality, on the end of women, I'll speak more so on women, dark-skinned women are just, we are just made to be very sexual. Everything we do in terms of just how we may dress or put ourselves together, it always boils down to how sexual, how we are sexualized in media, in television, you know, social media, of course. And it just seems as though that's all we're good for when we're so much more than that. Whereas light-skinned women do have the opportunity to um, be seen as more than that. I feel okay. like I have to like be quiet on this one. No, you don't. I want to hear everything you got to say. Yeah. Okay. Well, because like I've never really experienced colorism towards me until it came to a Latina or somebody I, like that. I know, Latoya. I know you've never experienced colorism. I know. I'm, I'm saying within my own community, it's more so I've experienced it when it becomes yeah because you're race. because you're black, so you're gonna experience it with Latinas and non-whites. But within your Girl, own first of all, don't read me, okay? Don't <laughs> read me. I'm just saying, like, could it be, could, like, since we're having this conversation, like, could it be so that, not necessarily colorism, but, like, could we flip it in a way, like, whereas, I don't know, this is just my personal experience, whereas mm -hmm. I've never really looked at people for their skin tone. I've always looked at them for who they are, and I know a lot of people say that, but I'm being 100% honest. I've never looked at people for the color of their skin. I could care. Did my computer, my freaking phone just go out? Seriously? Yeah, it did. It did. Oh. All right. Like, again. So, like, I've never really looked at someone, male, female, whatever, for the color of their skin. If you're just a nasty human being, personality-wise, no, I just don't want nothing to do with you. It's been people around me and females that I've come encounter with that who kind of use my skin against me. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was in college, I went to a, a school where there was predominantly white people. And there was this very small community where it was people of color. So girls who were darker than me tended to give me like that face, you know what I mean? But I never treated them any different. You know what I mean? I didn't really care. If, you, if you're a nice person, you're a nice person. It doesn't matter to me what you look like. Um, but I was always looked at as, you know, people made me feel like I should think like I'm better than the next person or I should, I have it a little easier, but I never felt that way. You know what I mean? It's always people who like kind of threw my skin at me. Like even in my family, people will say like, oh, you think you're cute because you light skin. And I'm like, no, like I just think I'm cute because I'm cute. Like what? So, like, I just, with that, it just kind of, like, I don't know, can we flip it on its head sometimes and just 
like can it go both ways that's just my question like can it go both ways can it go both ways yes it can so what i will say to you latoya is that those statements that were made towards you like oh Mm -hmm. you think you cute because you light skin i'm sure that was said by somebody that was darker than you correct family Mm -hmm. or not darker skin person let me just explain something to you that is colorism on your behalf but please understand your skin and those comments is rooted in anti-blackness and it's not it's not your fault like Mm -hmm. it's it's not even your family member's fault or even the dark skin girls that you've encountered in college that gave you the look your skin color they because it's so embedded in our society that somebody that looks like you is better than somebody that looks like me that's exactly mm-hmm. what's going to happen before we even yeah. get to. but please understand that it's no one's fault colorism is embedded no i don't blame anybody for it to me yeah. it just makes me like become more aware of mm-hmm. it and just not necessarily put a guard up but just kind of be prepared yeah. for it in case it is said to me but it doesn't make me love anyone any less. It doesn't make me treat anyone any less because yeah. that's just not the person I am. Yeah. Now I can't speak for other girls who are my complexion, yeah. but as for me, as the person I am, I don't treat anyone any different because of their skin skin tone. You're the If you embody humanity and humility and know how to treat a person, that is all what matters to me. I don't care what you look like, you know what I mean? And that's how the world should be. That's how the it, world it is how the world should be. But unfortunately, it's like we encounter all these negative stereotypes that just kind of put us in boxes. And that's the thing that I cannot I it it breaks my heart because it's just like I don't think of somebody any less just because their skin tone may be lighter or darker than mine. There are girls who are lighter than me. And I, if you're beautiful, you're beautiful. You know, like what is the problem but it's just it's so like it's so crazy it just it really it's disturbing it's It's, really sad it's a layered subject colorism so i don't know how this conversation even started it's just because i really want to know because no one has ever been honest enough to have that comment so thank you ebony Mm -hmm. because nobody has ever been honest enough to want to have this conversation where we can actually talk woman to woman And I want to understand, like, how do you feel from your perspective and how does it feel from my perspective? Like, are we experiencing it in different ways? Are like, like, I don't think I'm better than anyone, but for some reason, the world has made it seem like light skinned girls are better. And to be honest, I don't think so. Cause (laughs) listen, it's, it's experienced on both ends, but what I will say is, and I'm sure like what you just said about going to school and encountering those small that small group of black women who were dark skin that gave you that kind of energy i can't tell you the amount of times i've heard a light-skinned girl say something like that or they said oh when i was young all the dark-skinned girls picked on me and i did not understand why some of them do understand why but for those who Mm -hmm. don't understand why let me explain something to you when you end up in a as a black child and you're you're not even favored in your own family because you are dark when we have to encounter statements like get your black ass downstairs or oh sit your black ass down or whatever (laughs) or if you notice the nepotism that is played amongst the lighter skin cousin or the lighter skin um sibling or whatever compared to you as a dark skin child and then you have to go out into society even as a child and realize all of the non 
like with me, I went to a predominantly white public school growing up. And I realized as a dark-skinned child, all of the non-black girls, and then even the girls that were not white, but they were also a minority, they were treated better than me. So you don't even realize when you're pushing that light-skinned girl off a swing or you're pushing, her, you're throwing sand in her face in a sandbox, you don't even realize why you're doing it. But it's because we encounter so much stuff or so much worse behavior by people who look lighter than us that when I see you, it's a trigger. And it's something we yeah. have to deal with we have to deal with internally and on top of that we have to deal with as we get older which will be brought up again how men treat us compared to our light skin counterparts so when you know i can't tell you the amount of times i've heard women that look like me they say they have friends that are lighter skin i have a friend that's light skin and let me explain something to you if you go to a club she's going to get more attention than me and it sucks it really does you know and that's how society has it for us so the the bitterness you may experience from us please understand it's rooted deep within our society we don't even know we're doing mm -hmm. it half the time so you know it's not that we hate you or whatever <laughs> just we are experiencing hatred or we don't get better treatment from people just because we're darker than you so when you come to us it's like what do you want? Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> let me just yeah. say. Let me just say this is a quote that I seen earlier. It's um, <clears throat> dark skin is not a crime, and light skin is not a prize. I like that. I like it too. You know. I, I like quote. that. I just I feel like sometimes too like the thing that really irritates me being quote unquote the lighter of the spectrum. Um is being eroticized by different cultures. I cannot tell you how many times somebody has walked up to me and touched my hair and asked me, you can't be, you can't possibly be black. And that burns me to the core. Like, do you understand? It really infuriates me. It infuriates me so much because it's like, I feel like I always have to explain myself, you know? and go into this whole deep conversation of what am I, what my parents, at the end of the day, I am a black woman and we're gonna leave it at that. You know what I mean? It just, that is my biggest pet peeve. Like, please, like it recently just happened to me too. And that's why I'm like, it fuels me. Someone at my job walked by me, another woman of color walked by me and went like this. This is all yours. Like when I tell you the like, the trembling that went through my body. I was like, did she? And you're an older woman at that. Like, <sighs> anyways, go ahead guys. Cause it's bringing me flashbacks. It, 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 it really burned my soul because it's just like, <clears throat> and then they want to go into this conversation about how they do their hair. And I'm like, I didn't ask you sis. Like, it's well, just sad all about black girl's hair is not the same. Dang, okay. No, no. So just... I'm not, it's just sad how some people are programmed to think like that, you know, really and especially, is. especially to black women. Mm -hmm. Like I never seen that with a black man. So I go up to a black man and say, Oh, is this your real hair? Or I, you can't be black. Like, cause you know, they'll get out okay, the so for it. I have a, I can disagree with that in a sense mm -hmm. of, you know, me and you, especially being dark skinned men mm -hmm. growing up, you know, mm -hmm. we get looked at African booty scratcher, Haitian booty scratcher, all yep. stuff like that. That's true. So that's not necessarily true. We experienced it when we were younger, but not so much as we're older. So it's not 
so I will say for black men, preferably it doesn't impact, it didn't impact us as much. Now, as far as black women, it's, it's ongoing. It's from small to now as you get older. So it's a lot to pretty much deal with. Like us having to deal with this on a constant basis when we're younger, all that stuff kind of passes our mind. But as you're an adult, you can process a lot of stuff a lot more. And it impacts us in a lot different way, which pretty much leads to my uh, next question. Why do we place so much value on colorist views from people not a part of our culture, but yet ignore the colorism within? I think we try to get improvement from from a different from different races. I think, in my opinion. Can you please repeat the question? Of course. Why do we place so much value on colorist views from people not a part of our culture, but yet ignore the colorism within? Because it started with the colorism, with colorist views from outside of our culture. It's the white people. It is Willie Lynch, who was a white man outside of our culture that started colorism with the house nigga and the slit and the and the field nigga mentality. It was the light skinned people who were inside the house and the dark skinned people who had to pick the cotton. So it started with people outside of our culture who started this. And then of course, because it's so like I mentioned before, so baked deep within our society that it affects us as people the way we treat each other the way we treat dark-skinned women or the way you know dark-skinned men are placed on a pedestal pedestal compared to light-skinned men i mean it's so baked deep within our society that it actually started with the people without in, outside of our culture and it's perpetuating us today it's affecting us today it's an ongoing situation that we are encountering every single day. If you even look at just not even necessarily the situations that we encounter, just even look at what you see on the magazine stands. Just look at what you see even in the music videos. Look at what you see. It's just the way pop culture has moved us in this way to keep an, a perpetual system of hate going on within us, to keep the system of systematic oppression amongst us as a people that rather than recognizing what the problem is we kind of keep adding to the problem we kind of keep having these things like poll even looking on our social media i know that we have polls now where which one would you prefer and that to me is just perpetuating a system that is already designed for us to look at ourselves as if we're less than you know what i mean it's already designed us to like these Instagram models and stuff like that now. It's, you're not beautiful unless your butt is sticking out. You know what I mean? You're not gonna get as many likes if you don't, your hair doesn't look a certain way. It's like, we just keep perpetuating this ongoing thing. And in order for it to get better, someone has to put a stop to it. Whether it's what we're saying today that helps put a stop to it. At some point, our society as a culture needs to get tired and needs to put a stop to it. But it cannot be stopped until someone actually sees the problem and can gather this information in an educated, educated way, not just based on our, your opinion, but research what you're talking about before you go on. You know what I mean? And that's the biggest problem in our society. None of us want to read anything anymore. We're so, we're so looking for that quick fix and that little blurb when we're, without reading the entire information, without reading the entire essay. I cannot tell you how many books I've encountered as a college student where 
when I was taking bits and pieces, I wasn't really getting the whole picture. And my professors would call me out for that. They're like, you're not seeing the whole thing. So when I had to do a project on skin bleaching, I had I was just looking at why this is such a fashion trend instead of looking at the deep-rooted systematic racism that has happened since the beginning of time. It has been put that, oh, if I'm lighter, I get to be inside instead of outside picking cotton. If I'm lighter, I'm the one that's going to be able to have the babies by the white master. You know what I mean? And my kids will have a future in this country. Whether as somebody who was dark skinned is like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to keep my baby or see my child next week. You know what I mean? Because they might be sold off. No, it's, it's always like this, like we have to put on this like armor of what if, you know what I mean? Like when we marry whoever we decide to marry, we have to be worried. I wonder what my kid is going to look like. And it shouldn't have to be that way. But unfortunately, this is the type of thing that is perpetuated on television, music videos, social media. I can go on and on, even in our households. It's ridiculous. But unfortunately, it's happening. I watched the whole the whole video and I was kind of split. I was kind of split between what the issue was and what people were were getting upset at. And it's it's kind of twofold. The there's a situation of colorism that could be at hand, and there's also a situation of preference. And there, there are people that have gotten upset at the, at both the preferential view and and the colorist view. But considering the source, I, I kind of looked up both of their backgrounds, and neither of them are American. And either way, not not African American. One is Middle Eastern, and the other is is Caribbean. So when it comes to, I guess, the African American views or culture their views in the sense really shouldn't matter because a lot of times any anything that you see that's outside of our culture could be potentially based on um eurocentric views so i don't i don't place much value on them because that's that's what they grew up on that's what they that's what they lived on so it's rare that their views are going to change. Now, when it comes to views that are within our culture, we see it happen often where there, there is a preference. I remember going to high school and there were there was a preference of guys that the women liked. They were either fair skin or light skin rather than rather than dark skin. And it, it happened vice versa. There were a lot of people who like the light-skinned women rather than the um, dark-skinned women. I know that it's embedded within our history that that's, that's what happened. They, like, I believe Ev said, they, the lighter-skinned people were outside the house and the dark, no, they were inside the house, the dark-skinned people were outside the house. I know that's the case. I wanted to kind of also ask a different question. Why we perpetuate a lot of these views as well within people that we preferably, preferably date when we don't even realize it. I remember watching a video that said back back in the day, a lot of the women loved the light-skinned men. I'm not sure it was like, I'll be sure. There was some other singers, but now it's become more of a, 
African-American or, or darker, darker skin that's become more popular. It's become, it's become as popular, but I wasn't saying necessarily it's the predominantly like, but it's become popular because I guess people could capitalize off of it. But I, I don't want us to kind of focus on the people that are, that are perpetuating these issues because they, those people, they're just, that's just them. But I just want us as within our own community to really focus on bettering ourselves, liking each other for whom we are, whatever preference. I mean, we have, we have. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit dumb right now because it's a lot. It's a lot to to consume and a lot to talk about because this is a very deep discussion. But I just feel like we will need to worry about the people that were on that podcast they're going to have their views and people like them are going to continue to have their views. So that's not, that's not the, the, that's not what we need to focus on. What we need to just focus on is how within our community, we can stop um, perpetuating colorism against each other because the problem is bigger than us. Babe, how many questions do we have left? Okay. No, I'm just giving up my time frame. Okay. Um, so Kevin, give yourself three seconds and go. So I understand where Jordan is coming from in regards to not paying attention to Fresh and Fit's, um, words from the past, uh, couple of weeks, but at the same time, they have a big following, especially in media and I understand that everybody has a preference when it comes to different types of women, shape, whatever case might be. But at the same time, in past clips, why you have to call them Black Shaniquas and Shanaynays and all these other things, like you're trying to degrade Black women. You could just say straight up, I don't like Black women. I'm not attracted to Black women. Just leave it alone. But the name calling and things of that nature wasn't necessary and the stuff that they do like after the fact this this video came out they went on the instagram page and was on a yacht full of white women and they don't care they don't care if they they don't care if, if past clips come up talking about black women disrespect they don't care about that so i understand the preference point of it but at the same time i'm gonna hold them up and i'm going to tell them like you're plain corny for that. I don't care if you're black Caribbean, black, you're black, flat out. I don't care if you're black Caribbean, black American. I don't care if you're black Egyptian. I don't give a fuck what you are. Flat out, you're black. You're and, black. and that's actually my- They're telling you who they are. No, 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 wrong. No, they're not. Here's, they're, here's the thing. They're, they're being who they are. But here's yeah, the, that's thing. the thing. At the end of the day, Jordan, you have to look at it from this lens, right? Me, Ebs, and Kevin are all technically speaking caribbean american what does society see us as first not just caribbean american they see us as black when you see them they're black they are a part of our culture whether you like it or not this is just how life works so guess what we have to keep them accountable this is not this is not a oh this is not a part of my culture this is not my problem this is the ongoing problem with us as in general we have a thing of well they're they're uh so if I'm Trinidadian, they're Jamaican. Well, they're Jamaican, so that's not my problem. No matter what, at the end of the day, if they're black, that's still a problem on my side. 
So that is a problem that we still gonna have. And what they said and what they did is not cool at the end of the day. Them spewing those words is not okay. Like Kevin said, you are, you are allowed to have your preference. Anybody is allowed to have their preference. If black women wanna date white men, there's no problem with that. If black men wanna date white women, that's fine. But the key thing here after that is you do not bash another race because of Ooh, your white. There's nothing wrong with that. If you like black, if if white men like black women, right? All they have to say is, that's my preference. There is nothing wrong with that. They don't have to go, oh, white women, they're, they're trailer park trash. And when it rains, they smell like wet dog and all that stuff. They don't need to do all that. Wow. They just say, they literally say, listen, this is who this is who I am and this is who I like. There's nothing wrong with that. If they would have just stopped that, I don't really prefer black women. I prefer white women. I prefer like. You would have accepted women. that and like, moved on. There would have been no question. If people would have, if people would have kept going after that, that's a this whole situation would have never happened because then people need to know that there is a like Kevin said, there is a difference between preference and disrespect. But There's the thing is the thing is too that makes me even more mad about this whole situation is people is checking you guys and telling you guys like listen it's okay to have preference but past clips you disrespecting black women you don't is that wrong exactly but then you go you guys go on a fucking yacht with a bunch of white women to kind of like rub it in people's faces like that's fucking disrespectful. That's the type of shit right there. If I see you in the street, I'll slap the shit out of both of them. I'll shut the shut the slap the shit out of both of them because it's, it's everything. And I'll follow up right after. I don't. Ooh. I do not disagree. I do not disagree with anything you guys are saying. And notice, I have not said that what they said was right. I I have been on record saying that what they said was wrong. They they're they're showing you really who they who they are, and then you you deal with them accordingly. Like you you can listen to their content or not. For the record, I don't. I don't listen to their content. That I just want to make that clear. But I, my, my thing is, if you know that that's who they are, you know there are multiple people. There are probably different brands that have that same mindset. I like why, why give them any attention after that? If you know that's who, that's who what they are, don't bother. Don't give them any press because what you're what you're doing is that you're giving them more. You're giving them more press with, I guess, with the hate, like holding their their feet to the fire, and then and then saying slapping them. Like that's they they are who they are. I'm not gonna. I don't. To be honest, we didn't care know who. The, we exactly. didn't know who yeah. they Problem. Here's Jordan, here's, wait, 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 wait. Jordan is not wrong. Jordan, I don't think you're wrong with what what you're saying, right? Because before that, we didn't really know or care who they were. It is true. We don't care. But our main thing is that this is this is one thing in a this is one little small issue yeah, one in small a blip. big problem overall because this is happening every single day. They got caught doing it. Imagine the people that do it all the time. And this was in their archives. Keep in mind, this was not something that just happened. They did this a long time ago, and because of the the recent event they had with the celebrity that they kicked out, this came up. So um, regardless, they, regardless, um, I feel like what you're doing with your comments, I understand what you're saying. We shouldn't put any type of pressure or whatever because they're not supposedly a part of our culture. Please understand 
that the the Bayesian guy, I don't know which one is fresh, which one is fit. God knows I do not care. The Bayesian guy, once you're part of the African diaspora, whether you're African continental, African American, or Caribbean, you are still considered black. As for the other guy, I keep hearing he's Middle Eastern. I keep hearing he's Egyptian. Regardless, he is still a minority. And let me just say this to you. Colorism is prevalent in all aspects. It's prevalent in the Caribbean. It's prevalent in Middle East. It's prevalent in Africa. It's prevalent everywhere. So they still had no right to say it, whether it was archived and somebody digged it up. It, it needs to be addressed because for years, a lot of times colorism has not been addressed. You know, whether, you know, nowadays y'all black men are just coming out and saying y'all don't like us. But before then, it was just putting the light skin girl at the forefront or, you know, not allowing any darkies into the club section, Chris Brown, you know, things like that. Ooh. So, Ooh. And trust me, girl, no, this is just the beginning. I have lots more. I'm dropping all types of names. Please understand. He's just the first. But let me back to what Jordan said. It needs to be addressed because let me explain something to you. I don't see any other race of men downing their race of women the way black men and i'm going back to and i'm considering the bayesian one to be black because he is a black man downing their race the way black men down us all the time and it needs to stop it needs to stop it's very detrimental it's hurtful and the thing is you're saying we we should not have um put so much emphasis or give them so much press you're absolutely right those guys need to be canceled they don't even need they don't even deserve a platform to they don't need to be canceled because you need to know how people feel you need to know who to whom to avoid and whom to be around because okay. If, if you and that's the thing I always have a kind of an issue with. People always want to cancel other other people's views. No, you want to know whom your enemy is. You want to know whom is your op. So where you can stay away from them. If you don't know who your op is, you. My question is not who's the op. My question is why are you my op, black man? Why are you my and, op? And just one man? and just that's and just question. And just one thing too, and I want to say this too for black men especially. Um, you're disrespecting black women, and most of you came from where? A black woman. All the time. All right, so let's just jump into the next question. Why does someone, man or woman, who constantly chooses a lighter skin spouse slash partner, but makes derogatory comments about the darker skin community become defensive when they are questioned? I think it goes back into what we were saying earlier. It's, it's, there's a difference between preference and disrespect. I, let me tell you something. There's a quote from a movie. Um, what is the name of this movie? What's the one with all the women who were working for NASA? Hidden, hidden, hidden figures. figures. Hidden figures. There was a quote that Janelle Monet says, and I don't care. I live by that quote. I was taught to see fine in all shapes and colors. Okay. And I don't... I say this all the time and I know everybody says, I don't really care about what color you are. Listen, there is a big difference between preference and disrespect. I can prefer a white man, a black man, whatever you want to call it, Jewish, whatever. I can prefer everybody I want, but the minute I disrespect my own race or someone else's race, that's when it becomes a problem. And I feel like if people were just honest about what they like, look at the black men in Hollywood. 
there's a lot of them who have dated outside their race or are married outside of their race. And instead of just saying, this is just who I fell in love with, it becomes this big old like, y'all trying to make me sound like I'm a colorist. Well, if you're not, speak up and say that. You know what I mean? Speak up and speak your truth. But when you do all of that defense, that's when it makes you look like a colorist. You know what I mean? That's when it makes you feel like, makes us look like you don't prefer us at all. You know what I mean? If you can actually speak up and say, this is just who I fell in love with. This is just who I love. I love the black woman or whatever race you're from. I love my culture, but this is just who I fell in love with. Then by all means, I would have no issue. But it's the ones who go into this big old tangent that make me look at them with the little side eye. Like, okay, so if this is who you love, then why are you going on such a big old rant about another the woman from your same race? It should just be like, I love all shapes and sizes and colors, blah, blah, blah. This is just who I happen to fall in love with. And I'm sorry, but you cannot help sometimes who you fall in love with. Doesn't matter. You, because if we started falling in love with people's personalities, I guarantee you, 99% of this world wouldn't be falling in love with the same race. I'm sorry, because that's just how, like, if we learn to accept each other and love each other for the human beings that we are, a lot of us wouldn't be married within our race. A lot of us wouldn't be dating in our race. However, we we do this whole, I'm going to, you know, try and pick around the apple tree. And then when I find an apple that's different, I start disrespecting all the other apples. I'm like, well, them apples ain't good enough. When they all came from the same tree. You know what I mean? We all are human. But for some reason, the minute a man or a woman is questioned about what they like, they can't just say the truth. And that's what makes it sound like a problem. And that's what makes it sound like you're hiding something. You know what I mean? It sounds like something is a little iffy there. You know what I mean? Now, then I also, like, there's a quote that says, you cannot be neutral on a moving train. So with that being said, and that was said by Howard Zinn, and to the Black men who are in society, who are dating white women or who are dating Latina women, and not necessarily have disrespected Black women, but have nothing to say when someone questions them, you are equally as at fault. You cannot sit here and say, I am not this and this and this and that. And then when it's time for you to speak up for those women that you don't have a problem with, you're nowhere to be found. Look at, I'm sorry, but I'm going to call her out. Kim Kardashian, you have a black daughter. Where are you, sis? Where are you? When it's time for you to fight for these black men and black women who are losing their lives every day, where are you? If you only can be there when there's a check attached to it, I'm sorry, but I have an issue with you. If you can only be there when your name is mentioned, I have a problem with you because you cannot sit here and act like you like nothing matters. It only matters when it comes to your child. No, everybody is, is a human being and everybody deserves to be treated equally. So when your daughter, your brown skinned daughter walks into a, a a bar when she's 21 and a man tells her that she doesn't he doesn't prefer her because she's a certain skin tone what are you gonna say it's not a problem oh well he probably just doesn't no it's not okay regardless of how you put it it's not okay you need to speak up and tell the truth and i feel like if we start telling the truth we would have less question marks everywhere people's characteristics and character won't be so much in question because you actually said what you needed to say there's so many actors who I really wish would just come out and just say, yo, I don't prefer black women. 
And if you left, and if you just say it at that, I probably would leave you alone. But until that day comes, I'm always going to have an issue. I feel like it's never going to be a situation that's good enough to where somebody could just say, okay, I, if, if somebody can prefer somebody that's outside of their race and they date them. It's right. adorable. So, so Jordan, you're good to go. Uh, give yourself three seconds and you're good to go. All right. So I, I guess my question is if, if there are celebrities that don't date within their race and they date outside their race and they don't say anything, are they complicit or do they or do they just rather not they just rather not partake in the debate because they know that no answer is truly going to be good enough? Because unless they're with the person within their race, people will continue to talk about them. I, I think that sometimes we we replace the we place colorist arguments in places where it shouldn't be at, at, at times more often than than others that that colorist argument does hold validity but other times some people do just fall in love with who they fall in love with and they don't feel as if they have to explain themselves in order to do that I mean that's that's up to people whether they want to be okay with that or not. But I do, I do, I do see where there's the, the colorist that there could be colorism within that preference. But there are some people or celebrities that are a bit judged unfairly because of the life that they chose and the people that they chose. But like I said, there, like that quote said, you cannot sit there and be neutral. If you know that this is a problem within our community and you are a part of our community, you cannot just sit there and act like it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Well, what I will say is this. Um, as for the celebrity men who do date outside their race and don't say anything, we all know what's wrong and what's right, right? Love, at the end of the day, love is love. And I feel like any celebrity, any human being has the right to fall in love with whoever they fall in love with. As for Black women, I always say, go where you're appreciated, not tolerated. So if that's what the Black man hmm, I like that. You're welcome, darling. Yeah, so if that's with a black man, by all means. If it's with a white man, girl, please go ahead. So what I will say for the celebrities and whomever, love is love, but you could do that without disrespecting us. If you want to just date white women, because there's some people who grew up predominantly in white areas and that's all they know. So they grew an attraction towards that. That is fine. If you date a white woman, by all means. But let me explain something to you. We don't just have black men that date outside of their race because of geographic or, or, or other social determinants of health. I mean, well, social determinants, sorry. We have black men in this society that will date outside of their race and still trash us. They will say, I will date, I date white women because black women dot, dot, dot. And the thing is half the time, we be minding our own business. We don't even care who y'all really date, to be honest. A lot of black women, their preference naturally is black men. But as long as you have nothing bad to say about us, we don't care. Like, yes, there are certain celebrities that have gotten, you know, bad press because of who they're date who they're dating. But you have to ask yourself, is it because they're just dating this person outside of their race or are they being trashed because they may have said something or they may have done something, you know? 
anti like i've mentioned before anti-blackness is so rooted deep within us that black women as soon as sometimes we see a black man with a white woman it's like hmm, of course you know when sometimes that person may have just that black guy may have just fell in love with that white woman and that's fine but for the black men who always got something to say date whoever you want by all means we don't care kodak black is a perfect example as ugly and as unattractive as he is as i said before in the last thing how you ugly and human at the same time how i don't he is, know he's walking florida he's both well let's not let's not go there <laughs> but how you Holy ugly Jesus. at the same time the thing is most black women of substance wouldn't even be checking for him and if they are checking for him it's for a bag i promise you it could never be for <laughs> It just could never be for his looks. But then, like I said, and I'm not even trying to be rude or whatever, but there are Black men with that mentality who think that we're not attractive and I only date this type of woman because of this. As for the Black men who don't say nothing, yes, you're complicit because you know it's wrong. And I'm also going to hold light-skinned women accountable because sometimes, not all, but sometimes they will see this being done to us or they will see that they are they are being treated so much better than us on purpose and they know why and instead of them saying yo this is my home girl i'm not going to do this i'm not going to go out like that i'm walking out of this club with her because you're not accepting her into this section or you know what you're disrespecting my friend and making me seem like i'm number one i'm not i'm not down for that instead some of them will just be quiet and not say nothing you are also to be held to blame for that because everybody knows what colorism is everybody knows what ill treatment is because of somebody's skin so let's not sit here and pretend tend to be done not everybody knows what colorism is some people have been treated better than others their whole life so they might not know what adversity looks like all right ladies and gents this leads to my final question of the day how can we break the generational cycle of colorism this is exactly why i had the conversation i had with ebony in the beginning this is exactly why because me and ebony experience different things Yes, we are both women of color, but our experiences are different. And that's why I said, if people would just take the time to educate themselves, ask the questions. If you don't want to be labeled as something, ask a question about it. You don't want to be labeled, for example, nowadays, people are getting labeled homophobic left and right. But at the same time, it's because they're doing things that are perpetuating homophobia. But at the end of the day, they may not be homophobic. But if you're repeating what you heard earlier without no education or no background on it, what's going to happen? The stereotype keeps going on and on and on. And then that person who does date a white woman and sits there and disrespects black women might not necessarily know he's doing that. But because he kept perpetuating and not asking questions, and how do I even though I love this woman or I love this man of a different race, how do I still uphold the fact that I am black and I am proud? You know what I mean? And I am proud of my sisters and my brothers. How do we still do that? If you don't ask those questions, you look just as ignorant as a racist person. I'm sorry, but you do. You which need kinda, to ask those questions. Sorry, which kind of um, leads into the next question. Can colorism ever be something we overcome or will it become a bigger problem in the next generation? It's going to be a bigger problem in the next generation. One of the issues of social media, I think social media is one of the issues that's going to that's going to push people's narrative or the next generation narrative about colorism, about black people, of black women, and they had, it has to be a way to figure out how we could curb that problem now before it gets worse. Honestly, I think it's 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 possible 
but it's a long road ahead. It's definitely oh, possible. It is. It's absolutely possible, but it's a long road ahead. We have to untrain ourselves a lot. We as black people, uh, we as light skin, dark skin, whatever the case is, we have to unlearn a lot of things. Like we always have to unlearn a lot of things to become better. And in order to do that, we we have to be that those trailblazers. We have to be those forefronts that's telling them, yo, this is not okay. It goes from <clears throat> people on social media to teachers, to therapists, to to anybody in the world. Like, and even celebrities, athletes, these kind of things where we can say, listen, I date who I date, I love who I love, but that doesn't mean you can't, there's nothing wrong with loving a black woman or loving a dark skinned woman, preferably. You can love each one of those because, and and they have to really show that because just like they were saying, just like, you know, you know, as was saying before about celebrities, it's especially athletes, like they have this thing where they like these ecstatic women and it's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with that. But I think sometimes the, the issue is that, that they don't love who they love. I feel like they just pick who they want to pick because it's the, it's a, it's, as someone said before, it's a nice little trophy case. Now, maybe down the line, they do love them for who they are. And that's a great, great thing. But for right now, the way the world looks at it, it's just like, well, she's a trophy. She's fine as hell. And that's what works. But we have to, like I said, put that thought in the mind that I date this woman because I love her. Not because of who she, what her skin complexion is, her style, her race, all that stuff. I just love her for who she is. If we keep that thought process, it will get better over time. Now, it's, now is it a long process? Absolutely. But it starts with us. It definitely starts with us pushing that narrative of love who you want to love. Don't, but just don't pick because because as one of my friends and looking at it in hindsight, I was wrong for not checking him. Saying the term light skin is the right skin. Because mm. that that oh at it, lord, and that's, that's, that's 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 the line he used. That's that's a line he used to get a girl. Light skin is the right skin. And Are you serious? Did yeah. he get the girl? Oh yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. He yeah, really right. said that out his mouth. Yeah. He this said is it. why I hold light skinned women accountable as well. Because if he was able to get her after Listen. making a statement like that, and she didn't check him, like, hey, look, you know. Why shouldn't she check him when he when she's the one receiving this at the end of the day? I'm just saying from the from that perspective, what what is she going to because think about? she's because, receiving it, she's because, benefiting from that because it's wrong. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're light skin, you're dark skin, whatever the case might be. It's dead wrong to make a comment like that. A black woman yeah. is a black a black woman. Black flat out. I don't care if it's light. I don't care if it's dark. It's fucking beautiful. Flat out. Thank you, Kevin. And also to add on to what you're saying, um, Jordan, what you're asking, yes, she may benefit from it, but guess what? She's only benefiting from it because he likes the way she looks. He's basically sexualizing her for something she cannot change, which is the color of her skin. So you're only with her because you're sexually attracted to her. You don't care if she's stupid, dumb as rocks. Oh, because you're light skin, light skin is the right skin. So that's the only reason why I'm talking to you. Forget your personality. Because if she was my light, if she was my complexion, he wouldn't talk to her. That's basically what he's saying. I am only talking to you because you are light skin. Light skin is the right skin. So if she had any self-esteem, which I'm guessing she doesn't, she would say, hey, man, 
I'm not with that. That's ignorant. I'm not even going to entertain that. Thank you, but no thank you. Any right woman would see it that way. But like I said, that's why I, I as a dark-skinned woman, I do hold light-skinned women and non-Black women accountable for things like that. If you are sitting next to a black man and he is saying, I like dark skin, I like light skin women over dark skin women, and you're just sitting there kikiing, <laughs> that's you have to be held accountable because that's that is also contributing to colorism because you're agreeing with him by not saying nothing. Period. And same thing, I watched another clip from Fresh and Fit where they had said, you know. Um, dark-skinned girls, black girls are immature. They're this, they're that. And they're saying all of this while a dark-skinned woman is sitting next to them. She, women like this need to be held accountable too. They're called pick -me's. So the dark-skinned woman that was sitting next to them was hearing all of this, but then they turned to her and said, oh, but not you. You don't fit, you don't fit into that category. And her response was, oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. And it's like, girl... What? No, thank you. You know the reason why they, like you. they said that they said that for a reason. They said that not you because you know they they knew they was gonna it go off good. on them. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. So if you wanna Yeah, and the fact that she's like, <laughs> thank you. It's like girl, no, you need to be held accountable too. Are you kidding me? I'm to I'm go really... back to Oh, go ahead, Latoya. To go back to Rasan's question, um, can we ever get past this. I'm gonna tell you the steps I took. So before, say about 2012, this conversation never really happened. You know what I mean? Until I got to college, it never was a factor because I didn't really hear about it too much until I got to college. The one thing I did was one, start asking questions because I was confused and I never really paid it much attention. Like, why do my cousins or why do my family members kind of look at me as like, oh, you think you're better because you're a certain t skin tone? I never really cared because it was just like, it wasn't like I was being targeted by anyone else outside. So I did one thing that nor that people should do. Now me, my own personality, I'm very open. I accept all walks of life. Yes, I always say that I go to church and I'm a Christian, but I don't care if you're Buddhist, Whatever. If you are a decent human being, you can respect me and what I believe. You and I have no problems. And I say the same thing that if there, everybody is not like me, though. You know what I mean? Everybody doesn't accept cultures the way I do. So I had to do something where I became an ethnic and gender studies major. And at first, everybody looked at me kind of side, like people in my own community looked at me sideways because they're like, you're black. What else do you need to know? I needed to know because I'm walking in a society that tells me I got it easier in life because I'm, and I'm like, well, why does that have to be? You know what I mean? So I feel like people need to do that. They need to educate themselves. And I'm not saying you got to go to college. I'm saying pick up a freaking book. Okay. Pick up a book, watch a film, a documentary, something to educate yourself. That is the only way us as a people, not necessarily whites, Latino, anyone outside of our race. I'm talking about our within our race. If we would just read and understand and stop looking at everything as a key, key moment or a moment to just get some likes or views on some type of social media platform. I feel like if we actually interpret and understand what the world is going on right now within our own community, in our own backyard, 
I feel like we can get somewhere. And I feel like if we would stop Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, they didn't just have these conversations because they were fun. They had them because they were necessary. We would not be here if people would just continue on what it is that they spoke about. And everybody is so hushed in silence because some, they don't like the fact that someone rebutted against them. You know what I mean? And that's one thing I can honestly say I respect about us. We don't just stay quiet because someone disagrees. You know what I mean? And I feel like that is the biggest problem with our society today. We say we stay quiet because someone just disagreed with us because we're so ready for everybody to like us. Everybody is not going to agree with you. Like I remember a quote from someone I know that said, everybody can't go with you. Everybody can't go. So if some folks are still going to be ignorant, guess what? Moving on. But as long as if like, I remember there was this thing where it's like, if you could reach one person, you made a difference. And like I said, it's all about what you say and how you say it and how you perpetuate it. If we are perpetuating a stereotype by preferring certain types of women, then guess what? These young girls that are growing up, these young men are, that are growing up, that's all they're seeing. That's all they're hearing. They're all like, that's why I have to tell sometimes my family, I have some some little little babies in my family who are very light. And I have to tell people around them, don't say certain things to them. Because as you as they grow up, that's what they are hearing. They're gonna think, okay, well, I'm cute and I'm gonna have it easy because you know I'm yellow. No, I don't need people around me. I feel like if that's if we would just talk to the younger generations as well, that is also how we stop the perpetuation of this hate. Because whatever we like it or not, it's it's hate. It's not just colorism, it's hate. And it's hate within our own community. And that is the biggest and the saddest part about our society. We're perpetuating hate within ourselves. And that is causing us to have bleach and creams in freaking grocery stores. That is what is causing us to be putting all different types of lotions that are breaking out our skin. That is why we have people who wanna, I will never forget when someone, I went to a makeup convention and I'm sorry to say this, but a white woman said something that was the most ignorant thing. She might not have known she's ignorant, but it was ignorant. She said to me, I wish I had the color. I just wish I had the color. Honey, this color comes with things. You think you can handle that? No, because you wouldn't, re you wouldn't even give your privilege up for five seconds if you were me. Are you sure that wasn't so, Rachel? That wasn't Rachel Dozo that said that stuff. <laughs> no, like she. I don't think these people really realize the offensiveness that comes with what they say and what they do. And I feel like someone like us needs to just step up and say no more. Like this is not gonna keep happening. So yes, if it was me in that situation, Rasan, who benefited from a girl benefited from being the lighter skin girl that he was chosen. Oh, you best believe I'm going to check you. You don't get to disrespect my culture. You don't get to disrespect the women in my my um my society. We work hard in life, okay? So many people are trying to achieve this that they're going to great lengths to do so. They're even trying to have children that look like us, okay? Mm -hmm. They're enhancing themselves to look like us. So what you need to be careful of, sir, is be grateful that you even got a woman like that looks like us. Just like Ebony said, some of us ain't even checking for y'all. Let's just start there. Little Boosie. <laughs> we just have to educate the youth. We have to educate the youth about our past heroines and heroes and just educate them about just colorism, especially telling them that 
you don't have to listen or follow trends or how people look on social media. I just feel like when it comes to this generation, they're just going to be heavily influenced by social media. And that's going to be a very negative thing moving forward. So we got to just tell them like, hey, black is beautiful. Black is is great. Don't follow. Don't think because this person is light skin is more beautiful than this person has dark skin. Um, It definitely starts from at home and all social media as well, because what I noticed is that during, well, as time is going on, they're trying to erase a lot of corruptness out of the history books that includes colorism because they're trying to paint a picture that shows that all these people were happy, go lucky, and everybody thought that things were equal when it was quite the opposite. What it, like I said, it starts from home acknowledging that the skin that we're in is definitely beautiful. It also includes social media, includes the TV shows that these kids watch when they see people of professions with with their skin color they'll believe that oh i could be this person i see myself i see di- different shows trying to do that and implement that and i applaud them for it we have to even with i'll say music videos i know it's a lot that they prefer certain women rather than uh, others i feel like if, it, if it's more inclusive it'll give people more of a of a representation image that shows that okay i see i see myself because a lot of times i see a lot of colorist issues and it's based off of representation like you don't see yourself in these in these certain circles if we begin to see ourselves more in these circles i feel like that's the that's the first way to start on breaking down colorism piece by piece but i'm focusing more on representation and seeing ourselves in circles than before i think this thing this ongoing issue that we have is that we can't we don't embrace it as much as we do yeah we wear shirts that say i love my melanin yeah we may say it as an ig post but do we live that thing every single day we do not and we really need to start embracing our melanin more often and we need to look look at our kings and queens and start telling them listen your skin is beautiful i don't care if it's light skin dark skin I'll, I'll say albino because it is true as well. You have to embrace all these skins because at the end of the day, we're all one and we're all focused on the same goal, which is loving each other. I also wanted to say, cause he just made me think of something. Whenever you see other people spew these racial epithets about us, um, they usually have some stereotype behind it or some characteristic trait behind it. And- Good job. Mm-hmm. Caricature. Also, mm-hmm. thank you very much. I I would want us moving forward as a culture to make sure that when we put these shows out, that we don't perpetuate any negative stereotypes about us, just to ensure that people, other people who might not like us or don't like us or hate us, they don't have ammo to to use because we often do that a lot with these shows. I, I see it a lot in certain cases, but I, I just don't say anything because I I mean, I love to see black people get paid. So I I I want the shows going moving forward to paint us in pictures that we want to be in 
rather than the pictures that we that we all know. I know I know it shows representation, but we want to grow as a culture. We want to go uh, or we want to ascend. So I I just hope that in the future that when we do all of these shows that they paint pictures of black people in in great settings, families together, families having um, businesses, but in a, in a positive mindset. So as a black woman, I've, I've heard what everyone has said about the, the moves that have been made to break the generational curses from, you know, blackish to this, to that. But I am going to say as a dark skinned black woman, I am not impressed. I am not, I am not, not to say impressed, but I'm not fully satisfied. And I will not be fully satisfied until these celebrities stop talking about us the way they do. I won't be satisfied until we are fully embraced as a love interest and not just some some booty call in a music video or a movie. I want to have our version of Bridget Jones's diary. I want to see dark skinned women be the dangerous. I want to write it. I want to see all of that. I that's how I want us to be represented. I don't want I won't be satisfied until black women are no longer subjected to struggle love and building a brother up and 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 having to be the baby mom i am over that image of us and until that is fully eradicated i will not be satisfied and yes we can do that through educating our sons and daughters preferably our sons to respect the black woman and yes we have to educate our black girls to respect themselves and also to know that they are important no matter what society will tell us because at the end of the day black men will do what they want to do but then when we have to reach in society and have the code switch to to adhere to the white standards and stuff we have to prepare our children for that as well because that can also bleed into colorism as well just saying that um so until all these things are done i will not be satisfied i want to see better promotion for dark-skinned women um, light skinned women, y'all lit. Y'all, y'all, y'all are okay. Y'all are good. I agree. Over I agree one hundred percent what you said. Up. So, yeah. especially when it comes to the term "black girl magic," mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't. In that case, I love, I love it. But black mag, black girl magic, magic to who? We're not saying it for all, because every time we see it, every time people see it, they see a light skinned girl. So when we hear "black girl magic," let's hear it for dark skinned women as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I won't be satisfied until, you know, I start seeing celebrity men because at the end of the day, I know there's a lot of black men out there that are rooting for us that do want to see black women that do love dark skinned black women, but you guys aren't put out on the pedestal. Instead, what we get, we get people like Gilbert Arenas telling us how ugly Lupita Nyong'o is, you know, or we get, you know, people like Chris Brown not allowing dark skinned women. And I will not be satisfied until I stop hearing people like Snoop Dogg call Ari Lennox a pit bull or Tiana Taylor a pit bull or all these stuff. I won't be satisfied until, because at the end of the day, those are the people with the voices. Those are the videos that go viral. And that's what we're feeding to other races that black men don't really appreciate us. So until that is done, I will not be satisfied. Until that, that's the only way the generational curse will be broken as 
until the people who are up there who actually have a voice start representing us properly, this will not stop. It will never stop. I will not be satisfied until that young man who did the intro for our song wins a Grammy. Because you know lyrics like that don't even get recognized when you're appreciating a Black woman respectfully. Not just saying we have a fat ass and that we're strong and independent, but saying that our hair is beautiful and our skin is beautiful. That stuff doesn't get publicized or pushed out there the way all these other songs get pushed out there that are disrespecting us and until all these things are addressed and changed i will not be satisfied and the generational the generational curse will not be broken period all i gotta say technically all I speaking sorry before you say technically technically speaking kendrick lamar has won 13 grammys and he is a dark man dark-skinned man and he has come out with a song called complexion no besides, for it, besides that besides that what was it the black of the berry Sweetness. yeah okay but that's regarding the whole race exactly but he's still is regarding colorism and also, he did not get acknowledged for that also so there's one more thing does. too All right, i i specifically want hollywood and i'm talking to hollywood when it comes to this when it comes to casting black people especially for like biopics and stuff like that perfect example Love this actor. He didn't look nothing like this man, Will Smith, in the Serena Williams movie. The the looks nothing like him. Nothing. Or Zoe Saldana when and she Nina, Nina and Nina. The Hollywood need to stop doing that. that. I, I had a severe. Okay, so not to cut you off, Kevin. No, no, I'm so ahead. sorry. I have a severe problem with that movie, and I refuse. So watch it because as a kid growing up, I've always heard of Nina Simone. I never really knew what she looked like. Mm -hmm. You know, now that we all have phones, I got to do the research myself. And I said, excuse my language, what the? She don't look nothing like this woman. Like, I mean, what do you mean? I mean, to be fair, Will Smith has done it and rest in peace to him, but Chadwick Boseman has done it too. Which is which is interesting with Chadwick Boseman because he does the actual reverse. Remember that he played Thurgood, Mar Thurgood Marshall, and Thurgood Marshall is lighter. Like, yeah, mm, that's true. Dark skin. I wonder but, if this but Will Smith has done it twice. So they're looking more at the actor than the actual person and the skin color, or whatever of the person. That enough itself is also a problem as well. Yeah. Too. But uh, to I feel like we need to start representing by finding unknowns rather than necessarily picking the same i'm sorry i love not everybody movie, can act though but but there's enough people that can act in this world as a mm. woman sorry jordan as a woman who is also in the acting world me who goes out and auditions for roles i'm also what they consider an unknown but i am not about to sit here and play someone who i know i look nothing like I don't have the same skin tone as her. I'm not about to do that just for a check. Yes, I understand you like to see black women and black men get paid, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not getting paid to lie. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. If you don't consider this a problem, <laughs> then I don't know. That's Zoe Saldana playing Nina Simone. They had to put a fake big nose on her to look like her. That's a problem. I can like, see I'm the sorry. Fake nose. That's a wow. problem. Yeah. Wow. That's an issue. That's terrible. That's terrible, wow. Rasan. I can see the fake eyebrows. You, 
Let me tell you, when I saw the cover of that, that's, that's awful. And I'm all about musicals and Lady Sings the Blues and stuff like that. I'm sorry. I have y'all have to keep going because y'all know me and my movies. I get mad. So to pretty much finish this podcast, to finish this episode, uh, we really want to just send out a message for black people, light skin, dark skin, any color you are. Embrace your skin. Embrace the skin that you're in. Embrace others that this, that are the same skin as you. If that person is mean to you, that, that's another topic. But the skin color, that should never be an issue to you. If you don't, if you have a preference, date your preference. But don't disrespect any other any other person's skin color, anybody's race, anything like that. That's all we're saying. And most importantly, nowadays, for those people that do disrespect those other races we have to keep them accountable we can say that yo we could just let them pass and all that but that's the problem that's the biggest problem that we have nowadays is that we continue to let people pass when they don't need a pass they need to be told yo you're wrong you're dumb wrong you don't have to insult them you really don't have to insult them some people have a tendency of doing that and that's the problem you don't have to necessarily insult them but you have to educate them and and, and tell them Yo, this ain't right. It's not right what you're doing. It's not right what you're saying. If you have a comment, keep that shit to yourself at the end of the day. If you feel a way to talk about a certain race, keep that shit to yourself. Nobody <laughs> needs to hear that extra shit. If somebody asks you why you don't date this race or why you don't date that race or why you don't date your own race, because I love what I love. And that's as simple as it needs to be. If anybody asks you any other questions, you don't have to answer that. That is not for you to answer. But the disrespect of the black woman, especially when it comes to colorism, it needs to stop. And we do need to acknowledge that. So that's why we talked about this. Because Fresh and Fit, they were absolutely wrong at the end of the day. You could like whoever you want. You could be on a yacht full of white women. I hope that that yacht tips over. And now, they're now you're a whole bunch of wet people. I don't give a damn at the end of the day. Oh, man. But... You know, just keep your comments to yourself, homie. I don't need to hear it. Because I, I can tell you this much, my friends can't do that shit around me. And if your friends allow that, they just as bad as you. And that's pretty much it. I would like to thank my fellow co-hosts, Evs, Toya, Jordan, Kev. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, uh, and we'll see you for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Deuces. Black girl deserves the same privileges as our peers So we deserve the right to go to work and to not be attacked We deserve the right to have an education and to not be attacked And we deserve the right to go for dinner with friends And not be expected to be the educator of